Because we're gonna be legends. <laughs> legends! We're gonna get their attention. Attention! Okay, seriously. It's Cassie. And it's Matt. And we're talking grit. We're talking grit in Grit Cycle headquarters. It's gonna get really cheesy eventually. We're gonna have to get somebody to record like an intro for us because it's gonna be crazy. Hopefully, listen all the way to the very end for the little Easter egg I put at the end of the end of the podcast. So anyways, here we are. We are live in Grit Cycle headquarters. We are days away from our seven day challenge that we are hosting in all four of our Grit Cycle studios in Costa Mesa, Monarch Beach, Anaheim Hills, and Long Beach. And we thought we would do a podcast telling you why doing something every day for seven days is a huge payoff. Um, And that's what we're going to talk about. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Matt is actually accepting a one-day challenge. Like, it, actually, it's a two-hour challenge. Um, tell us what you're doing, and then um, we'll explain how you're getting ready for it. A two-hour challenge? Yeah, you're, <laughs> the, the obstacle course. I'm doing an obstacle course. It's actually it's Newport Beach Wellness Week starting next week. Or no, starting in two weeks. So Sunday, uh, the 26th. Um, which is actually the last day of our challenge also. Correct. So, but, so we're going to go out, we're going to run an obstacle course on the water at the Newport Dunes. Um, it'll be me and a few other... I know all the people. Fitness influencers, coaches, celebrities, celebrities um, running the obstacle course. That's, I think, I believe it's the one that's out on the water now in the Newport, Newport Dunes. So I know, um, well, I'll tell you who's going to be in it. So it's Allie and Bobby Talley. They're the traveling newlyweds. That's what they're called. Yeah. And Katie Dunlop, she's Love Sweat Fitness. She's a fitness influencer here in Southern California. Uh, Andre, the hitman, Huseman from Box House. And uh, Teddy Mellencamp. I think she's the one to beat. I think she's going to be tough to beat. Cassie, I'm the one to beat. (laughs) I think she's going to be tough to beat. She is a Beverly Hills housewife, but I've been following her. I think she's really strong. I think she's going to be the one to beat. And then Misty Mae Trainer, probably also really strong and athletic. She is a professional volleyball, Olympic volleyball player. Um, That's that's who you're going to be going against. So Matt and preparation for this two-hour challenge has hopefully doesn't last two hours no no it it can't last two hours it'll probably be two minutes as fast (laughs) as matt is but he's been getting ready so he's accepted his own challenge and what are you doing leading up to the event well i'm trying to work out every day as i can get in there as an instructor and we don't really get a workout sometimes as much as we want to or as much as people think we get to. Um, I have a family, I have a wife, I have four businesses now, and we have you know, other things going on, so fitting a workout in, I know it should be a priority, but sometimes it can't be. Um, some other things have to come first sometimes, um, even though Cassie would disagree with that. I, d- I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> but I but I've been mainly it's my diet because my diet's the the biggest thing for me that that I can change rapidly. Um, if I take sugar out of my diet, if I eat less gluten, um, don't, less queso. Yeah, don't drink <laughs> three coffees in a day. Um, 
all those things it really it can really affect my body quickly and even though it's something that i should do all the time i really enjoy eating and going out to eat and um forcing the girls in our office to eat queso and tacos and sometimes pizza every once in a while Not me. besides cat besides cassie <laughs> because she can't have any of those good things <laughs> but from and dre are in here nodding as Dre, as, 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 as Dre has a bag of chips and queso sitting on her <laughs> on desk her right desk. now. <laughs> we are not supporting Matt on his cleanse. <laughs> but so I've just taken that stuff out of my diet now and it's only it's been two days since I've done that and I've lost about five pounds already. Typical um, and, guy. And feel a little bit different already and it's something that I probably should stick to a little longer than the two weeks going up to this this challenge and should do it all the time. Well, so when we talk about creating new habits, the kind of scientific or urban scientific fact is that you need to do something for 21 days uh, in order to make it a habit. So when we were coming up with our August seven day challenge, uh, you know, it's only seven days, but before you can get to 21 days, you got to get to 14. Before you can get to 14, you have to get to seven. So on day two of your uh, getting back into fighting shape is do you feel like oh I just want to like cave in and not continue doing this or like what motivates you to stick with it to day three to day four to day five um I don't I just I think I can start feeling it right away um it only takes a day for you to like you might feel hungry the first night or, you know, when you walk in and Dre's got queso all over her face and all <laughs> over the table. Um, it's easy. To, it'd be easy to cave sometimes, but I like, I don't know. If, for me, it's always if I have a goal in mind, it's been pretty easy for me to like put things aside and not, you know, not cave in. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of like the the eye or the, the kind of target that you're going for is that Newport Beach Wellness Week obstacle course challenge because he's going to win. <laughs> uh, and I know if I'm 15 pounds less that I'll be a lot faster and lighter on my feet. Yeah, a little more <laughs> agile and a little more <laughs> awake for it. Yeah. But so he has that kind of end goal there to get him to that point. And that's kind of the same thing with our seven day challenge riding every day for seven days there's a prize at the end if you are the one that's chosen after the end of the seven days but i think that's a big factor in accepting any kind of challenge or trying to create any new habit or new way of life or achieving a goal is that you have to have some type of reasoning for doing it if you just say well I want to get healthy well why why is that important to you what you know you want to ride for seven days well why what are you going to get out of it so I know when we ask a lot of uh we're actually filming a little commercial for the seven day challenge with our instructors and we asked them to tell us what can change in seven days after riding at grit cycle every day for seven days and these are things that have been said to us as instructors and and you know, working here in the corporate office, we hear things all the time. When people ride for a long time or they're just starting, they start to feel the, the benefits of physical exercise and then the benefits of really riding a grit cycle because it's more than just the physical aspect of it. Um, but I hear things that when people start doing it, they sleep better because they're kind of, for lack of a better word, wearing themselves out by, by working out. 
their um, their skin looks better because they have increased blood flow because they're sweating and they're moving. Um, they stress less because they have that 45 minutes to themselves to get out some aggression or release some anger or stress or reflect during a, you know the quiet song after weights during our class. But what are some of the things that you hear? That people are happy. I think just a, it's a quick attitude change. Um, and I think just a, any healthy change in general, like it, it's a small accomplishment each and every day, but it's when you, when you feel that much better and you're, you're smiling as you're leaving there, even if you're tired, if you had a bad day, whatever it is, uh, I, you know, I think that's something that we've touched on a lot lately. And as we listen to a lot of things on podcasts and stuff that, you know, your happiness is, you know, it's, one of the biggest things that you can have and you're the one that's going to determine that yeah for sure and i think working out in general does that for a lot of people and i think like you said it's more than just a workout when you come to grit and you get in this outer room and you clip in and you ride but um i think most people whether they're exhausted you know sweaty gross whatever it is they're still happy when they leave when they walk out of the studio which is a big whether it's at 5.45 in the morning or 7.30 at night, um, you know, you're the one that's going to make yourself happy. And you're, that's a, the feeling that you get, I think, leaving or feeling like, like outside the studio, not in the room. I think that especially here in our company, in our studios, the seeing people, you know, even if you don't ride super, super hard and, and you're not sweating, I don't know why you wouldn't do that. But seeing people that you see on a day-to-day -day basis, uh, you know, just that exchange of a hello or a smile and, and recognizing people that you see over and over again, I, I know for a scientific fact, it boosts certain hormones in your body and that makes you happier. And so that connection of just being with other people and sharing a common activity together boosts those endorphins and I think it's not oxytocin but it's another one that um, when you see somebody in exchange a smile or a hello uh, that makes you feel happier but that same thing of seeing the same people uh, in the classes that you attend or even the instructor or the people that work at the front desk adds another layer to uh, having the success achieving a certain goal or creating a new habit and that's accountability and so when you see the same as, or the instructor sees you every day for seven days, and if you like want to skip a day, you kind of feel, I mean, I know if I skip something, I feel like I owe the instructor or my friend or the person at the front desk a, a reason why I wasn't there. This like this level of accountability. And don't you think accountability is like a, a big thing for making a healthy habit or some kind of change? Oh, for sure. Not only like, you hold yourself accountable, but that I think other people hold you accountable. I feel like I do it to people, not to make them feel bad, just to let them know that I'm paying attention. And you know, mm -hmm. like, where were you last week, or where were you, where have you been the last couple of weeks? And you know, it's those little things that then it'll maybe trigger something to be like, oh shit, I need to come back. I need, I need to do, I, I need to come back to next week. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's not you're not punishing or anything like that, but I think it is something that. It just it just a little switch in your head saying, oh, you know, somebody's paying attention. I, mm -hmm. I need to make sure I keep coming or, you know, I need to keep doing this over and over again. 
So when you are trying to create some kind of change in your life, if you have some level of accountability, it could be as easy, you know, we have these punch cards that people will be punching. Um, just having that card and getting that physical punch on it is a level of accountability. If you have to write down, that's like the, the theory of the gold star when you're a little kid and you got a gold star for doing something. It was a little level of accountability. If you tell a friend, hey, let's do this together every day for seven days. We're going to meet. You guys book your classes together. So getting another person involved in your accountability is a big one. I've seen tremendous success with people creating new habits, finding an online group, whether it is my fitness pal or um, the tone it up girls all have these groups um, and you can go on there and say, Hey, I went to grit today or I went for a walk on the beach or I drank 32 ounces of water. And then everybody in the Facebook group kind of comes on and congratulates you or gives you a high, virtual high five. So finding a group online is another really great way to have a level of accountability. Um, but sometimes just writing the goal down, like I will take a class at Grit every day, Monday through Sunday, next week, starting next week, and just write it down. And you can write it in your diary. <laughs> you can write it on a sticky note and stick it on your, um, uh, what's that thing called that you put down in your car that guards the sun? Visor. Your visor. <laughs> stick it on your visor. Um, stick it on your refrigerator. Stick it on your computer screen. Uh, just seeing the fact that you wrote that down, I mean, it's seven days. You can do anything for seven days, right? Almost. Mm, yeah. I mean, if you, of course, of course you can. <laughs> Everyone's shaking their head in here. Um, so we are adding another level of the seven-day challenge that if anybody is interested, we have Alyssa Goodman, who is a holistic nutritionist based out of Los Angeles. She has a meal delivery service, and it's a little added extra component uh, for anybody that wants to have a little bit more, uh, I don't know, uh, probably, what would you say? Get a little bit more out of it if you want to combine working out every single day and a food meal delivery thing. Check it out on our website. I think there's a blog post up today about Alyssa Goodman when I did her cleanse. I've done it several times, but it's five days. You can call the front desk at any of the studios. They can get you connected and hooked up for it. Or you can just decide you are going to give something up for the seven days, whether it's gluten, like Matt saying he's like giving up gluten and sugar, whatever. So add another layer onto it to get like maximum results out of it. Uh, I think that's a really good kind of like mindset to get into. If you're going to go into a seven day challenge, just might as well just pile it on. <laughs> Definitely. Do a lot. Um, so what else? What else do we want to talk about this challenge? So if you do the challenge for seven days, you ride every day, you can go to multiple studios, right? You don't have to ride all seven classes in one studio. You can go around, get your stamps. If you don't live around a grit cycle, choose something else to do. Choose some type of workout. Maybe it's just opening your front door and going for a walk every day for seven days. It's going taking your kid out to the beach and go run around like get outside do something active um accept some sort of challenge somewhere right yeah you don't have to run in an obstacle course <laughs> <laughs> that's a good way to do it though 
You so, can you can go to the obstacle course at the dunes and run it yourself if you want to. Yes, if you live around here, you can do that, and then tell Matt how hard it's going to be. <laughs> but he'll be fine. He, I, I always have been in situations where I have to do something that's challenging, and if it revolves around grit cycle, there's this like little bubble head that comes above my head and it's Matt saying you are going to do this don't let Chris cycle down so I want you to remember that when yeah. you're riding your <laughs> obstacle course you are going to do this you are going to win yes um so I think what well, we've touched on a little bit of Matt's background before but I think this is like a really good opportunity to tell a little bit about your fitness journey like way way back um when you did P90X which is an at-home workout, but you do it every day, right? Yeah, every day. There's what? there's something to do every day, and I did something every day for 90 days. And um, so what was the payoff? Like, what? how did that all come about? What was the payoff? Uh, well, I don't, if you don't know me and you don't know my background, I grew up in Iowa. I was a soccer player. I played college soccer. Um, once I was done with that, I couldn't get out of Iowa fast enough, and I moved to California. Um, without really a plan or what I was going to do. And I lived on my brother's couch and I worked for my dad, who is a contractor. So I worked construction for the first four months that I lived in California um, with my brother, which is a feat in its own to try to work <laughs> with your family when you have three strong-willed people working together. Um, but I quickly after that found a new job working with my uncle and we started a business selling mercedes parts um which took me from me playing soccer every day to me sitting at a computer every day um not eating right not taking care of myself not working out um i was putting in a lot of time i was you know 10 to 12 hour days six days a week um working in a way and that's three energy drinks a day and crap food while you're sitting at your computer not going out and doing anything and you know i have a thyroid problem which doesn't help with that issue also me too <laughs> so um and i still take medicine for that and battle that like i can gain weight really fast um if i stop my medication and i don't eat right so it's it's weird just talking in here earlier it's so easy to gain 10 pounds but it's twice as hard when you're trying to lose it and your body's not working properly yeah um so i went from me i started college at 160 pounds i was six three hundred sixty pounds i ended probably at 190 180 um and then five years later i was up to 300 pounds like oh my gosh gigantic not knowing really what or where or like how it happened and it like that happening over a five-year span when you're athletic i would still try to play soccer and be sore and not being able to move the next day afterwards and one day i was just i just got yeah. 300 pounds so actually if you go on to his instagram at the grit guru and you scroll down you're gonna see pictures of 300 pound matt so yeah no dreadlocks i had a beard <laughs> and i weighed 300 pounds um and I wasn't happy, obviously. <laughs> obviously, <laughs> um, and I remember my my tipping point was we were getting ready to go to Coachella actually one year, and I went to go get some new clothes, and I went to a surf, surf shop, and forty two was the biggest size they had in a waist size, and they were tight. 
um and i was like an effing 42 really like that's that wasn't me and that's not who i wanted to be and i knew that um so I went to Coachella and partied for four days. And then when I got back, decided that everything was going to change. Um, so I got P90X. Um, I still remember what every day I woke up, I drank a protein shake for breakfast. I had a 100 calorie bread turkey sandwich with three slices of turkey and the 100 calorie bread. And that's it. And 30 pistachios, which I counted out a week's worth in two Ziploc bags. That's what I ate for lunch. Uh, and then I would eat a semi-normal dinner, but I would eat a quarter of what I would normally eat. Um, that was a little probably <laughs> intense for how much work I was doing at, at the time once I started the P90X. But I think that's with the seven days, just after seven days, I felt a huge difference. Like that's what kept me going. Like. I don't know if it was the weight on the scale, but just being able to, to feel a difference after moving again for seven days straight and sweating. And, you know, I've never been a person to work out in my house. I would really, that's, I think to me, that was my biggest accomplishment out of the whole thing. It wasn't the almost 70 pounds that I lost in 90 days. It was the fact that I could work out in my living room. I was doing, you know, I lived in an apartment and I think I broke the door frame with the pull-up bar because I weighed so much and I was doing pull-ups in the, in the door and push-ups and like, I'm pretty sure I ruined the carpet from jumping jacks and all that stuff that you do in the P90X. But, um, it was just every week I saw a huge, huge difference. And I don't know that I think we've just, our brain works in seven days now. So mm -hmm. it's like you check up on yourself after those seven days and, weight starts flying off you start being able to move again you start you know this the endorphins you get from working out like after not working out for so long i know i was dead sore the first the first month for sure um but it also like that's one of the things that i like live for right now when i work out is like if, you, if you're not sore the next day you really didn't work out hard enough if i'm going to lift weights or if i'm going to do something in that fashion of course, you do do Muay Thai where you're getting kicked. So I don't want yeah. you to get <laughs> feeling sore from working yes. out versus being kicked. <laughs> but that's like, that's a really big thing that I don't know if you guys listening caught it. But after seven days, he felt a difference like after seven days. And when you're looking at 90 days, seven days is almost like the immediate thing. 90 days is long. So yeah seven days he was already feeling a difference probably seeing a difference and and that is what fueled you to keep going to create the habit that got you to feel more like yourself for sure and then from that p90x i went to 60 days and i did the insanity program through beach body um and then from there that's really why i found spin and started spinning and doing yoga I, once I was done with insanity, I was like, all right, what am I going to do now? I'm in shape. Mm -hmm. I feel good. I don't want to fucking work out in my living room anymore. I want to get out. I want to, you know, I want to be with people. I want to work out. I want to play soccer again, like all those things. And then I, you know, I found Yaz and I started spinning and I did yoga for my first time in my entire life. And it's something that now that I know that I needed for the last 30 years of my life, I would, would have been a different athlete a different person if i would have been doing stuff like that in an everyday aspect um and then from there it was 
grit and that's where we are now I mean when I think maybe like the third or fourth time I ever saw you we were in a yoga class together and I mean he's 6'3 and I mean even when you're even back then in 2013 how much did you weigh it's probably a 215 225 he like popped up into a handstand <laughs> Like multiple handstands, I think that day. You know what I'm talking about. I right? wish I could do that again. <laughs> he was like, "That's gonna be my goal now. I'm gonna be able to do a handstand do again." Do a handstand. It was. It's pretty incredible. So, I mean, like we don't just we don't just like walk around and we are this. Like we've had to work. Like everybody, you know. I think people look at myself. They might look at Matt and think he's been an athlete forever. They think they look at me and they think, "Oh, she's been super fit forever." It's not. <laughs> Bless you, Katie. We have other people in the office, so you guys are just going to know. We're going to have sounds. Um, but, like, everybody has their thing they have to work through. So if it's seven days and you're just doing this not for physical benefits but just to prove to yourself that if you're in a slump and you just need to get out of a slump, do something for seven days. Just commit to it because you're going to feel empowered to do whatever you need to do or get out of that slump or maybe it is a health habit just do something for yourself for seven days just to prove that you have the wherewithal to do it so i don't know i mean i think this is kind of a topic i could just go on and on and on and on and on, and on. so i won't <laughs> um so normally if we have a guest we ask them what would be on their billboard. And I know this is like the first of many podcasts where we're not going to have a guest and we're just going to have to ask our, each other or, or other people in the office. But I'm going to ask you, Matt, because this is normally your question. If you had a billboard on Newport Boulevard today, which next month if I ask you this, it might be something different. Oh, it definitely would. So today, if you were going to put a billboard up on Newport Boulevard, what would be on your billboard? Follow the Grit Guru on Instagram <laughs> and Matt Born on Facebook. He's building his brand. <laughs> and watch Talking Grit. Talking Grit. Sometimes Matt says things that make us cry. It's for real. It's like, like he says something so meaningful. And I thought he was going to come out with one of those. And I was getting ready to cry. But he did not today. He, he was, that was purely Just being, self, being, being selfish with so, my time on the microphone after all that talk. So, yeah. So, you want to follow. If you're on Instagram, follow Grit Cycle. On Instagram, follow the Grit Guru. You can follow Smarty Cassie. Um, listen to our podcast. If you have things share our podcast, tell people to listen to it, share that you go to grit cycle, tell people what it's done for you, invite them to come with you. We have a referral program that you can get free classes by using it. Um, our thing is we build through word of mouth, I think, and sharing our stories and who we are. And it's, it's you telling somebody that's going to make every class bigger and better and more fun. And, you know, that's, you have the claim to say you help change somebody. I think there's a lot of people that come to grit that be like, you know what? I brought that person and mm -hmm. now they come five days a week and now they've lost 20 pounds or now they're happy and not taking their medication anymore. Like those stories we hear going around all the time. And it's, I don't know, it's something that I'm pretty proud of when I can get somebody to come that hasn't come before and you see them coming every day or, you know, starting that habit of changing the way they work out or who they work out with and yeah it's a lot of stuff pretty powerful all right you guys that's it 
episode three wrapped up. Yes. Bye. Word. <laughs>